Welcome to We the Thunder. <laughs> this is, you don't like that dramatic pause. I know it. I know it, Stash. <laughs> All right. Obviously, we got sarcastic Stash in the house sarcastic tonight. Stash. This is Shooter. In the house. Uh, we also have Free G. And then we do have a special guest this episode. We've got Ty Guy. Say hi, Ty. Hi. There's a lot of rhyming going on already. <laughs> um, it's gonna be one of those nights. All right, so let's let's get let's get Ty's hockey history here before we get jump right into to it. Our, our hockey our uh, our bolts analysis here. This is only our second episode, actually. So, um, welcome to the show. Hi. What is your hockey history? How did you fall in love with the uh, hockey, hockey and the Tampa Bay Lightning? You are a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, correct? Yes. <laughs> You've come Wait, in the right place. But let's be clear, though. What is your number one team? Oh, my Avalanche. All right. So you're not you're not them. You don't have right. full allegiances with the Lightning. No, no, not yet. All right. Well, that's the Probably never will. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do you fall in love with the Avalanche, then? <laughs> well, I want to hear about the Lightning. Yes, I, I bet it was in the mid-90s. So you became a huge Avalanche. Wait, are, we talking about, are we talking about Lightning or are we talking about hockey? Well, there's two totally cool. different things. Hockey and the Lightning. I want two explanations. All right, hockey. Well, hockey, um, I grew up in Utah, so we were always playing hockey, street hockey. Just right outside? Oh, oh yeah, just right no, outside. Street hockey or on ice? We'd be, we're over, well, both. We would do street hockey in, like, the streets, but then we would go to rinks and stuff and play. We didn't really have ponds because we were on, like, mountains. Gotcha. So there wasn't really a pond. There might be a stream or a river, but you can't really play on it. But, uh... Pretty much growing up doing that, but my parents, my dad was never into any sports. He was a sci-fi geek. Okay. My mom, though, he was into Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, my dad, my mom, though, she was the one, um, and I always remember her taking me to Grizzly games, the Utah Grizzlies. Okay. Um, mm, was that ACHL? I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, grew up on watching those. Plan and then uh, took a hiatus, I guess, when I moved to Florida, obviously, until after college. That's when I really started playing. And that was right around when the Bolts were making their cup run, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit early, early, early 2000s. It was like the 2000s, yeah, early, early 2000s. Because yeah. you and I used to go to a lot of games. <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so let's start off our insanely our insane bolts coverage here and talk about an article that came out yesterday. The bolts were named the number one franchise um, in the NHL by ESPN Magazine's Ultimate Standings, which I guess is like a fan. Wait, ESPN? Yeah, it's ESPN the magazine. I don't know how I uh, trust this because it is ESPN. I know that's, that's the one problem with it. I mean, if they came from TSN or something, I'd totally, totally be in. Hey, if they rank us the number one franchise, I'll take it. I'll <laughs> the rating system is actually quite interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. Why don't we break that down? I have the whole list of. So we're actually third overall, overall. in all sports for an all four major American Which sports market. Uh, oh, I, I agree. North American sports market. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good. That's pretty high accolades. So what, what, it's obviously football, or what's the other one? Baseball. Spurs, baseball, football, soccer, or not soccer, really. Baseball, football, football. basketball, and hockey. Okay. Well, but we're third, so we're that's why I'm asking. Oh, we're third, third overall. No, we're third overall. Yeah, that's what I said. So it would be football and baseball. No, 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 no. No, 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 no you don't understand. It's individual teams. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought okay. you said overall and all the franchises. No, 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 no. Out of all the franchises, Cowboys, Giants, oh, so Cubs, anyways, so what are the top two then? And I don't know. I don't have the top two. Oh, I, I think it's right. a, I think they're both you basketball. Said what are? 
Okay. Oh, are we? Sorry. But that's be besides the point. The point <laughs> is that we are the premier uh, sports franchise in hockey. Correct. According to ESPN magazine, yep. which is what the, uh, the our first episode was titled. So we go. Yep. But this was pretty interesting because they ranked other things too to kind of come up with that right. overall ranking. Mm -hmm. uh, the only one that we were really not good in was title track, which I looked up, and it is championships won and championships projected, to projected in the current fans' lifetime. Right. 21st, yeah. I'll take that. That was our worst ranking, though. Yeah. Ownership, we but were fourth. The interesting thing about that ranking is because of, they believe that it was affected a lot by the lack of a long-term Stamkos contract. So I believe that next year when – I, again, I believe that Stamkos will be a long-term member of the Lightning. I believe that title track number will go up immensely or come down, however you want to. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think we'll be probably top 10 just with Stamkos being know. a long-term signature. I think that was based more on we've only won one Stanley Cup, and there's a mm -hmm. lot of teams that have won a lot of championships. Yeah, but uh, like I said, well, I, I read the article, and that was something that was talked about and discussed oh, by multiple great. people is the fact of, Stan Coast isn't signed, and so that is yes. it is still not signed. It's clutch one, but it's championship one, but it's also a projection of, like you said, in a fan's lifetime. So, you know, okay, I, so, I still think he's gonna be signed. He's just, I think he's just holding off for little nitty things. Like, I don't even know that it's him. I know yeah. that I know the way that he negotiated based on his last contract was very hands off, and he let the agent do most of it, yeah, because he doesn't really care that much about those things. Yeah, I'm sure he has a list of things that he gave his agent and says, these things must be met in my contract. But other than that, and I it's your job to money, negotiate on my behalf. But I guarantee yeah. the money and the time is not the factor right now. I guarantee yeah. it's other little things. I think it's probably, and I know we're getting a little off track here, yeah. but uh, I believe the big thing with Sam Coase, uh, and I think we talked about this previously, is that I think the franchise is the one that's waiting a little bit to see how he responds in a second year after his leg surgery. And see if he really, because he didn't, he wasn't 100% healthy still on his leg last season. Yeah. So, he I think that, that's absolutely yeah, and, right. So, and I don't we don't want to keep uh, how, how worried, how worried are you on a scale of one to ten that he's not going to get zero? Time? Zero, zero worried that he won't sign you. I'd say at least a two. I'm definitely a three. I'm a two. Okay. All right, so back to these these rankings. <laughs> all right, we're we're worried. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not worried at all, actually. So ownership, we got number four. I mm -hmm. totally agree with that. Our yes. owner finally is getting some respect as yeah. one of the top owners in, in all, all sports franchise or all sports. Right? Number four, right? one of the top businessmen and townsmen. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. people want to just come to this area because of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially once he starts building up downtown Tampa, which has already started. So yeah. Uh, huge in ownership. Um, coaching, uh, 11th, which I think is pretty good for John Cooper. You know, he hasn't been coaching that long at the professional no, no. level. Yeah, so this I'll is his that. first gig. Well, yeah, this is his first gig mm -hmm. professionally. So, well, like the, the well, professional yeah. yeah. But his background, too, is he's not a professional hockey player. Right. I think that's yeah, kind of an exciting thing. That right. He's actually got a dis diff different aspect of the game. And you see these hockey coaches come in there from the game. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point, actually. So moving on, we've got players ranked number eight. Mm -hmm. not, not bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't disagree with that. Fan relations. Again, I think that that is probably a little bit lower because Stan Coast isn't long-term. But Maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe. Number eight's pretty good, though. Mm -hmm. No. Um, the fan relations, number, number two. two. Yeah. Totally agree uh, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They are probably one of the most in touch organizations with their fans. They do market really in well. all of the, all professional sports in all the country. So yeah, I'm sure, like, and they're like, renovating. Yeah, and they're putting, and putting money play. back in, putting money back into the fan experience. Absolutely, I think the fans yeah. are pretty happy. I would agree. Uh, affordability number no, two again. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that there though is uh, strictly ticket prices. And doesn't necessarily take into consideration concession stands, uh, whereas we actually have the third highest average cost for a beer in the NHL. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. I, well, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> so it is expensive. So it balances itself out, but at the same time. Beer but well, but the thing is though that when you really consider that, it doesn't for a family of four, that's good. 
because probably probably only one of the parents is drinking anyways. So you're still saving money versus other franchises on the other three tickets. Well, you know what? At the other time, I think it also limits the amount people drink. Which point. I mean, think about some of the times right. we've been there right. and we've gone over the edge. I mean, no, 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 no. I completely deny any allegations. Yes, maybe leveling right now for crazy drunk fans we got number one just because of your time <laughs> yeah congratulations you were at the ESPN awesome. magazine <laughs> all right stadium so, experience they got three yeah. i agree with that mm-hmm. We've upgraded that stadium so much uh amelie arena i love that place thunder alley just a great place to yes, absolutely yeah. uh so it's surprising that they got number three for that i guess you know the eyes are on the lightning for yeah. the national media yeah. these days so well and the interesting thing are you done is that all of the there's one more okay, there's yeah. one more bang for the buck right uh we've got ninth and that's basically wins per fan dollar right um that's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I think that's a cool way to, to judge it and to say, hey, how likely are you going to be yeah. to see your team win when you do spend this money on going? Because that's an important part of the yeah. experience. Nobody wants to go to see their team really lose. You know, I mean, you don't mind it. If you go to enough games, it happens, especially when you're talking about NHL and Major League Baseball, you know, basketball, yeah. you play multiple games. But, you know, everyone wants to see their team win when they go. So whether you go to one game a season right. or 30 games a season, you don't want to see. Yeah. So, you know, you can compare it so to cool. affordability. Right. Kind of, but the, the most affordable, things, I don't know who number one is for right. affordability, right. but it could be like the crappiest team in the world and they just have cheap right. tickets. Right. Exactly. But then their so, the buck is probably yeah. like 100 or something. Right. So, well, and the other thing that, well, how many categories is that there? That's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight categories. Eight categories. So in half of those categories, four were in the top four of all pro clubs in four of those categories. Yeah. So not too bad. that's that's pretty impressive. Why they're number yeah. three overall. Yep. Five of them. All right. Well, you know what I'm gonna no kidding. You know what I'm gonna check out though? Hopefully this I'm month. Counting the overall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Four. One, two, three. Yeah. So yeah. You know what I'm going to try to check out uh, this week? Well, this weekend, hopefully, mm-hmm. is the lightning corn maze. Corn maze. I know you've seen at least the picture of it. Yes. yes. Up in Fernando County. I've never been to a corn maze. I don't think so. Do you think it's corn? A little bit. Tyler, you're officially fired from the podcast. Please. Leave. I was waiting for someone to say something. <laughs> no, I think it's awesome. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, what about you guys? Seeing as how little Phil isn't here yet, no. No? No, show, no churn to take. No, and a pregnant wife? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, understandable. And then the only other like news that really came out besides, you know, the games that happened since our last uh show here was the tyler johnson jimmy kimmel uh news <laughs> oh man he was lighting the internet a fire about this don't you <laughs> it, was, it was the day before the season started that was oh. the biggest news that happened pretty much for the lightning so of wow. course we got to talk about it. But, but what news is it yeah it's, okay. just, funny. <laughs> it's just funny news <laughs> i think this is this is almost equivocal, equivocal of when i mentioned Miss America's opinion on Tom Brady and Deflate Gate. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sick of quoting TMZ, Rob. Yeah. No, it wasn't from TMZ. It's from Kimmel <laughs> Live. I thought it was funny. It's one step away. <laughs> I, I don't know why no, you guys don't funny. like it. I thought it, it was funny. I'm just hating on you. I think the experience is hilarious. I'm just giving you a hard time. All right, so why? Why not? <laughs> All right, so um, you have no comments on that? I mean, everyone that's listening yeah. probably knew has heard of the story by now. Well, why don't you lay it down? So I'm not going to. No, I'm right. saying everyone that's listening to this has probably heard of it. Tyler Johnson and getting accused of of betting a young lady. Right. I don't know <laughs> if accusing first of all, <laughs> well, the she, right way to put it because it probably sort of consensual <laughs> and legal. Yeah. And so it wasn't very accusatory. And I'm pretty sure she was bragging on top of it. Yes. So yeah. 
getting away. I think the main problem here is that she was saying that he was unknowingly part of cheating in her relationship. Scandalous. Yeah. The scandal. Yeah. I think that the you're only, trying to. Women love these kinds of things. The well, only that's thing why I, I see wrong with it is that the woman definitely should not have done it. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's a hockey player with no agenda. Yeah, here it is. She's the one that should have been like, yo, I'm married. Oh, no. I, I'm, <laughs> well, what a marry is a boyfriend, but right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Obviously, that wasn't serious. Yeah. But uh, mad props to TJ. Oh, that's, that okay, yeah. that's what I want to say. Oh, by the way, going back one second, um, I did find the fistful. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's it. So it is the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies that are ahead All of right. us in the overall ultimate rankings. And the Ducks are just right behind us. That's and then the Ducks are number four overall with the Seahawks rounding up the top five. Yeah, so oh. not even a football team, team yeah. comes in. And yeah. just in case you're all wondering, um, I was very surprised by this, seeing as how it's the most valuable franchise overall, mm-hmm. but the Cowboys are actually 67 on that. Yeah, well, so. it doesn't seem like it's based on it takes money. money all. Right, it right. Yeah. Which is why, which is why I like about this list. At first, I was like, oh, well, you know. And then when I started, I was like, you know, I only bring up the Cowboys because they were recently also just because you have to bring up no, the, the most valuable. No, 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 no. This is important because they were recently brought up as the most valuable franchise out of all sports uh, in the world, most valuable yeah. franchise in the world of professional sports. So the fact that they're sixty seventh on this list. That means to me, I think that it's definitely more about the fans and the experience of the fans than about the value of the franchise. And I think that's important, especially when it comes to the sport of hockey, that the fan experience more than anything is what's most important in this sport because it's important to keep those fans that they do have being, it's still a niche market of a sport, you know, in America behind all three of the other major sports. So... I agree. That's good. That's good. The ultimate standing right. takes that right. into consideration. Exactly. Let's talk about the uh, yeah. the last place team, Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, were they really in the twenty second? Really? Oh, that's sad. That, that is really. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. From what I hear, it's really expensive to go to a game there. Yeah. You're you're bang for the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, they're lost in that. I hate to get free jerseys though. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Bang for the buck, absolutely. Last 120 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Affordability, 120 seconds. Dude, everything. Fan relations, 120 seconds. Wow. Players, 120 seconds. <laughs> Title track, 120. Ownership, 115. So, so, so the only thing is they're coaching, and that's because coaching is CBA, and that's just because they just got back up. Oh, and by the way, last year they were. 120 seconds. <laughs> nice. Yes. When do we play then? <laughs> All I can say is probably not enough. They are in the division. I like that. Well, yeah, and guess how many times we, we play Detroit four times this year in our division. I mean, mm-hmm. I just don't understand how we only play teams in our division four times because they play every team again. It's just ridiculous. They had it for set up for a while where you play a lot of division games, but they went away from that. So, well, speaking of the games, games, let's get into the games. So since our our first podcast, there's been four games, mm-hmm. and we're three and one. Can't complain about that. What did you guys think of the home opener? That was against the Flyers. Three <laughs> G. That's your team. Um, that was a great took, took them down in overtime. The first three-on-three overtime. I saw a lot of the Flyers actually getting in the zone or the lanes, passingly. And not only that, but they watched so much tape on the triplets that they knew not to go in front of them, but behind them because the pass wasn't going to go in a regular pass way. It was going to go off a weird way in the behind them or something. And they knew to cover those zones. And I saw that they were given a lot of hard time to try to get anything in the neutral zone and anything um, at all passing-wise. Yeah, the Flyers played pretty well, and Mason had a really good game. Um, yeah. Is that not the game that – you have to excuse me, having been traveling since the season started, I haven't been able to watch. I did see the overtime on YouTube, and I was able to watch last night's game and a little bit of the Boston game, which I didn't realize wasn't live until a shooter came back. <laughs> I was like, this is the wrong game. I even texted him, Boyle, after we had that uh, interception that and the turnover. Some the sports turn- yeah. replay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I did notice that. <laughs> I was like, wait, why is this not live? 
But um, I was gonna say, was that the game that Callahan that had that ridiculous assist off the side of the net? Yeah, to Stamkos. Was that the Flyers no, game? No, no that no, was the Boston game or the Buffalo game. Yeah, he tried it in the Flyers game, and he tried to make that pass, but then it didn't get through. And then he went to Stamkos on the bench and said, "Sorry, that should have been off the net. Next time it will be." And then. In the Buffalo game, <laughs> same exact yeah. scenario. He put it off the net and Samco scored. I don't know if you yeah. guys saw that, but that yeah, actually, the yeah. Game well, yeah, Samco. I saw the interview with Samco, and he he talked about how Callahan was. It was amazing that Callahan said, "Sorry, I noticed that you know the Callahan had that awareness to say first of all when he made that pass. Oh man, I should put it off the net, and then to actually be able to execute it and it become a goal. Not even just a successful pass on an attempt, but a goal that's pretty impressive that, that was a sweet note. you know so anyone who says that we didn't get we're not getting what we pay for in a callahan oh, might want to uh rethink that because i've heard a few i've heard more than a few people grumble about oh is callahan really what we were what we pay him oh yeah he absolutely is worth it well so, i can i can speak on calvin big time because yes. he's playing as a rival right i've watched him his entire career yes. he's the one player when you when asked like you ever asked, been asked the question, what player would you take in your division? Yeah. Anybody? Callahan was always my pick. Yeah. Because he's an all-around player. Yeah. He's a captain, that's, too. Well, and, that's, and I was going to say, that's like basically having two captains on your team. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to wear the seat. And he knows that it's, it, you know, it's Sam Coast's team, but he's the veteran, yeah. you know. You know what, though? One thing I have to say about Callahan and Shooter here, when I first saw Callahan playing on us, it reminded me of playing with Shooter. He likes to go for those dirty goals and just sit in front of the net, but he comes <laughs> up with them. <laughs> That's all Rob does. Oh, yeah. well, I was going to say, I would say aggressive trying to say, but Callahan has amazing hands. I would well. say if you listen to Shooter's uh, takes on the way he plays, it's more <laughs> finesse and Gretzky like. I would say, yeah. The way he puts uh, his play. I would say it's a combination of Gretzky and Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's this, just say he, he loves that. that so, yeah, enough off. about me. The, 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 <laughs> uh, the three on three, that's what stole the show. Right, absolutely. I, I definitely agree. That was really cool. We made history that night as yeah. the first team to win yeah. the three on three over time. Yeah. I'll admit, um, as a Flyers fan, they couldn't keep up with the speed. No. That was a big. No, I don't think you're going to see that type of three on three from, from every game. team. And I think only no. a few teams are going to be able to play like we play. No, I think yeah. it's going to make a big difference well, in our points this season. I, I saw a bunch. One, I totally, for some reason, thought they were doing a four on four and then a three on three. And, right. then, and that's what I would like to see. Right. That's because I like the four on four and then add the three on three on the I was hoping for as well. What's an extra five minutes? Because now the biggest problem I'm seeing is it's going to be injuries. Because now everyone's seen this, and it's rush. It's go, go, go. Goalies are jumping literally from side to side, trying to. Well, that doesn't sense. like it. The goalies don't like it. <laughs> and I, I just foresee a lot of injuries that don't need to be happening happening because of this. I don't think and it's going to be any more than four on four. No, it, it, if you've watched how this played out, it was back. I watched back, it. Yeah. yeah. And it was intense. I, I watched other overtime yeah. games, and they weren't that good. Yeah. And as I was going to say, to Shear's point, I was going to make the same point. Like, but it was not, not like but again, Some of them are just going to be grinding, and they're not going to be really that exciting and fast-paced. I think you're going to see teams like Montreal, teams like the Lightning, the Rangers, Those they're going to be the teams that are going to be like, wow, Anaheim. You don't want to get into a three-on-three yeah. three situation with those teams yeah. because they can just put out. Push. They can pretty much put out three forwards with the third forward yeah. being a grinder like a Philpola for us or something like that, who's a possessor, or even a Callahan who's good at puck possessing and working the blue line. And you don't have a chance against that kind of talent, you know. I, yeah. So I do see that the way they're going to be playing it. I think it is not the traditional two forwards. I think they're going to do two defensemen. Movie. Delighting? No, everyone. No, not that you're going to start playing. saying that. I was no. thinking we're going to do, we're going to do three forwards. Yes, which would have pissed me off. But it's funny because they didn't because most of the chances in that overtime were the strongman. That's, 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 that's why I think they're, they're going to have some Yeah, that's why I say you're going to see more defensemen doing or more teams doing two. I don't. I disagree. Maybe against the Lightning. Yeah, I don't. I disagree. I can see the triplets out there for overtime by themselves. Yeah, absolutely. As well. 
Pulaski, yeah, yeah. Bull Pulaski kind of puck possession guy that, you know, he can get stuff started, but he's also able to hang out and play some defense on that line. Yeah. So, so the next game they beat Buffalo uh, during that afternoon Saturday game. I don't like 1 o'clock start time, by the way. I um, will have to say, though, Buffalo looks to be an exciting team to watch. Well, Eichel definitely looks like their best player. Yeah, yeah. 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looked amazing that game. He didn't yeah. score, but uh, they, they shut him yeah. down. Uh, our team, you know, we look well, we pretty, good. pretty good. We, we should beat Buffalo, so I'm glad we did. So moving on to another 1 p.m. Buffalo game. has a good vote for the best goal horn song. Uh, yeah. Best goal horn song? Yep. <laughs> okay. Can you score a goal? <laughs> it's uh, Let Me Clear My Throat when, they, when Buffalo scores a goal. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, they're going to be an up-and-coming team to watch. I, I mean, they may not win a lot, but they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I don't think they're at the, the Bolts level yet. And <laughs> neither is the, the Bruins, who they played Monday, again, at one. Yeah, that game, I got all ready, all ready to watch it, got home, and all of a sudden I was watching Lightning Live post-game. <laughs> I go, wait a minute. <laughs> Obviously, I forgot to check the time. <laughs> I was very disappointed. That Very disappointing. It was a fun game. So I missed it. They started off down two nothing right away. Okay. Uh, they gave up two power play yeah. goals, and then by the end of that first period, there was about five minutes left, and they scored two goals right away to tie it up. And then from there, they just took over in the second. Oh uh, yeah, I would say that there was definitely an issue in that game though, uh, especially with the power kill. Uh, the power kill. Well, the that's kill. yeah. That's uh, every goal an issue. that Boston scored was a. Uh, Power play goal, I believe. Yeah, well, I think yeah. overall right now our, our special teams is not looking very positive. Well, I mean, we scored two power play goals in that game too. Yeah. yeah. But um, our penalty kill was not very good. No. So far this season, they've allowed five goals in 12 chances. That's, that's 29th in the NHL. Yeah. That's the one thing that yeah. they really have to fix. Well, and I think it was an issue last season as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Um, that that and their faceoff percentage are the two things that they really need to work on going into the season. Faceoffs so really, have been okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were only at sixty percent or something. Yeah, the the power 60%. play the power play could use a little bit of work. Yeah, yeah. three for thirteen so far. Mm-hmm. I like how they're they're actually moving it down low a lot yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. that they're yeah. taking yeah. those chances yeah. from those bad angles, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. Oh yeah, which, rebounds. Which going into the Detroit game which I got to watch pretty much the whole game, was uh, I saw Juen, and you're talking about those bad angle shots or those shots that they weren't necessarily taking before. You saw Juen do a couple of uh, a couple opportunities where he was doing that, and you're seeing some, a lot of growth. I think that he wasn't showing some of that willingness to take those chances or make those moves. And even in the playoffs last season, he's already yeah. showing – a willingness to make those make those types of plays. So yep. and he got a goal in that Bruins game. Yeah. It wasn't the prettiest goal, yeah. but he got that first goal under his belt. Yeah. But the goal of that game was vintage Stamkos yeah. number, number five hundred point for his five hundred so point. Congratulations! A beautiful, yep, one timer off the wing. A beautiful goal and five hundred points already. Not too uh, shabby. Not yeah. too shabby at all. Yeah. So lots more to come from that. Young I loved man. how that was his like signature mm-hmm. goal too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then the next oh, night they go oh, yeah. to Detroit, uh, and that's the one game they lost. And you could tell they, they looked tired that yeah. entire game. They played at one o'clock the day before. Every game's been on the road except for one game at home. They've been across the country, up, down, left, right. You could just tell they were they were just a little overplayed in that game. Tell you the truth, I'll take that loss. We yeah. looked good. Yeah, and we know, and we, we were still were in that really game. Good. We were still fairly competitive. Yeah. They didn't give up any terrible goals. The goals that they, that Detroit got were good quality yeah. goals. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to be upset about that loss. They were just more fresh than we yeah. were. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Detroit, the power the play, we, we didn't take those opportunities on the power play. Right. Once again, special things actually needs a little help. Yep. Um, one thing I but, uh, before we go on the next, uh, I want to kind of uh, make a discussion of is I don't know if you guys talked about this last time, but Stamkos playing now center rather than on the wing. Have you guys seen yeah. a difference in him doing this? Because I uh, what I've been saying is he still goes to that position, 
on the wing, that left wing position. In the well, circle. I think they swap out because Druin is a center mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So right. I think, you know, if they like, are in different positions, they kind of switch. I think yeah. you're going to see, and this is something that I talked about since the whole conversation with Sam Coast moving to playing more wing and getting him and Druin on the same line. This is all about the faceoffs. Whoever's got the hot hand in the circle, yeah. that's who's going to yeah. line up at center. Because that's really the only difference in this offense between center and wing is who's lining up to take the face-offs, to take the draws. Right. And, and it's so, the same thing on the fourth line because Boyle's yeah. been playing right. at wing. And he's right. a good face-off, right. man. Yeah. So yeah. names to call has been the guy taking Well, and then something else, draws. I guess we can go ahead and move on to that, and that's the lineups that they really – the Coops put together, put out there. And I really like the way he's moved the top line and – the fourth line, if you will, I, I really like to rank our lines one through four. They're so good yeah. right now. I don't think I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't think that they're ranked done. lines. One one A would yeah. be and one C. <laughs> yeah, I, I have seen Stamkos play it on the third well, line. If you was just gonna say, I was just gonna bring oh, that up yeah. there. Yeah. Even last night he was playing with uh Phil Fula oh. and Kalorn, who are on the fourth line with Boyle. No, it was so, Condor. Condor spot Condor. That's right. But you know, the versatility of being able to say, all right, yes, our number one line is Stamkos, Callahan, Druin, yeah. but our starting line is the triplets, and then our other line, you know, I mean, that's so Let's go through. Insane. Let's go through the line, yeah. and I want yeah. to see if you guys would make any changes. Okay. Uh -huh. So, Druin, Stamkos, Callahan's one. The second line's the triplets. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kalorn, Fopala, and Condra's the third line, and then Boyle, Namstikov, and JT Brown's that fourth line. And yeah. don't forget, Cedric Paquette is injured Four. right now. Right. He'll Isn't be that, in that lineup yeah. eventually. Yes. Wait, so yeah, who we, wait, who? No, the defenseman. I think that, because remember, we were doing a... We're talking about forwards right now. Right. No, 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 but they were doing where they had an extra uh, forward last year. No, they did extra defense. Oh, no, yeah. So would you change those lines at all? I mean, I think they're pretty good. If I was going to do anything, I'd do what they seem to have kind of done is get Klorn some time with Stamkos. Right. I'd even switch out Callahan and maybe drop him back and put Philpola up on that first line. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people think I maybe think Druin should go back. But I think I you got to keep him and his confidence up on yes. that first line. Yeah, well, I think people are forgetting how highly he was drafted. People are – he's getting really overshadowed by Stamkos yeah. and by the triples. Oh. And people aren't understanding what type of a prospect he really is. And the fact that he – we could be looking at a Penguins type of offense here with the Lightning when, you know, when they have Malkin and Crosby and, you know, five guys that are all – you know, top 10 in scoring in the league on one team, we're looking at the Lightning possibly being able to do that right now. And Juwen can even be our leading scorer. I mean, that's how good he is. Yeah. So well, what I've seen, you know, to sit there and say he needs to be moved back, I disagree. He needs to be put up there on that first line with as much talent as possible, let him feel as comfortable as possible, let him go out there and play his game as much as possible, and let him get comfortable because that's what he needs to develop right now. It's his time. What I've noticed with him is one, he has got speed like nobody's business. Yes. And mm -hmm. so his control yes. of the puck, his puck skills, his puck skills are amazing. Yes. And when he's opposite of Callahan yep. and you've got Stamkos in the middle, there's yeah. no the, the I mean, think potential is insane. Exactly. Uh, the whole point of I think why Druin's up there with Stamkos mm -hmm. and, and uh, Callahan is because when we lost St. Louis, we lost the playmaker. Right. And we never got a playmaker back. Right. So I think that working with uh, Drew and Callahan right. together with their hands, that right. no matter where they're at, they can make right. something happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Stan Prescott it. That's fair. What I see you can do in the lineup is swap Callahan and Philpola, depending on the matchup. Right. For certain reasons, due to speed. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Um, it would be more if you need to match speed mm -hmm. on the yeah. top line. See, right, I don't think it's not necessarily as fast if you move Philip Lula up to that fast. And, that first and Callahan line. would actually yeah. work well on that line too, right? Because it'd sure. be more of like a shutdown line, right? Than completely more of a checking, old yeah. school traditional checking or grinding line. Still, still yeah. can score. Um, I'm I'm really happy with that fourth line. I mean, that's that's a really yeah. great <laughs> line to me. I think, and JT Brown is showing me a lot of what I saw. Where he's growing building on the playoffs, what I saw in the playoffs. He's taking the puck 
his puck possession, I think, was very vital to our run in the playoffs last year. I think underrated um, how much he was able to possess the puck for the guys, especially on line changes, transitionary times. Uh, but now he's, I saw, making moves, going in scoring areas, trying to make things happen offensively as well, not just possessing the puck. And I think that's another guy that you're going to see big things out of this season, especially if you keep him on line with Boyle and Boyle's healthy. That those two together and the way that they, you know, Boyle's kind of the big bruiser, you know, Brown's the feisty little possessor, kind of that, you know, bulldog, if you will, Chihuahua, like that tenacious guy. I think those two guys are with the domestic cough, and I think he he's got a lot of offensive capabilities that people yeah he's he he's a sniper yeah, he's he a sniper is. you know <laughs> so you get him that puck in certain areas he's gonna put the biscuit in the basket so th those are four lines that you're like wow and Conjure I think is a huge upgrade yeah, that's so what I was something we haven't about. really talked about is Conjure versus Morrow <laughs> hands down yeah. I don't even know Morrow never fit in our system yeah. never once fit in our system not 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 fully I don't believe but as a player. Maybe not in his style as a person and a player personnel in the clubhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's the leadership, right? Yeah, so that was pretty much it. But and I think Conjure can kind of bring a little bit of what he had, but also I think a lot more ability to yeah. ice, which we needed. And that that young, he's got the younger legs. I mean, he's still yeah. a veteran, right? But he's still got yeah. he's still young, and he's got a lot of playoff experience. He too. does. So, um. The Lions have done well so far. It'll be interesting when Paquette comes yep. back. I think yep. Gamestikov's probably the first one to go. I would agree. But he doesn't – so far, he, he deserves – Well, I think he has the most flexibility in his time. contract. But I think Paquette deserves the time over Nemestikov right now. I think Paquette showed more on this level than Nemestikov. Yeah. From what I heard, too, I think they're going to try to inter switch them back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Which makes sense, honestly. And I think they're going to play around. Especially coming into the playoffs. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to have that kind of depth. Oh, yeah. And I think they're <laughs> also going to be playing around with the, the adding the extra defenseman again. Yeah. They're going to be throwing that in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, the seventh defenseman you'll see. Yeah. And then, you'll, yeah, yeah, which will eliminate that position yeah. right there. Yeah, at times you'll see that. So, All right. So you want to take a look ahead, the upcoming schedule? The road ahead. We play Dallas tomorrow night. Are you guys going? I think we're going to bet, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'll take a shot, but uh, my schedule allows. I'm either going to – I'm at least going to watch it somewhere. No, I, I think I'm, I'm not gonna, going – if I'm not going to go, I'm, I'm going to watch I'm going to make it my first game of the season. I'm, I, I would have been at the, uh, you know, home opener if I wasn't out of town. So, yeah. I might as well go huh. to this one. I would have – those tickets were ridiculous. Yeah. You got a lot of bang for your buck, then. <laughs> Still one of the most affordable tickets. All right, so, uh, they, they've actually got some sort of Oktoberfest going on tomorrow. No the Dallas road. game. The Dallas Stars come to town. No They're riding high at two and one. Get those club seats. They, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they're looking good. Well, so they took the hook up there, Shooter. What's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, what happened here? I don't have any tickets. <laughs> I can't go. I'm going to be playing hockey, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, the old Gretzky So I think this is going to be a win for us. We should be Dallas at home. Uh, I, think Dallas, be fun. I think Dallas will be a fun team to watch. Yeah, they picked up. They can uh, score. Yeah, sure. Top 10 in the ultimate franchises, by the way, Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Number 10. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Good mm -hmm. friend of the works as their uh, IT support for the players and coaches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that, actually. Too. You used to live over here. I told you a bomb. So <laughs> Dallas got Patrick Sharp and Odoya from Chicago. Yeah. yeah. To join Look, the team. I mean, that, don't, don't think that that's not a dangerous team right there. Yeah. Dallas starts team. Jamie Benn. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Benn. There's a lot of firepower could on that team. A high score so, game. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying this could be a very good game to go to the first game of the season. That's all I'm saying. Pretty it could be. There are yeah. no problems. Including you. You can, you can skip you know, yeah. pretending to be a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, it's actually hey. playoffs. You, you know you <laughs> can just set up, set up a dummy in front of the net. There you go. I'm not a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the game I might go to, if I can, is Buffalo Saturday night. And that yeah. should be an easy win. Are they doing home. the uh, black jerseys on Saturdays again? I haven't games? heard yet what the schedule is for the jerseys. But I'm assuming uh, they'll stick to the Saturday yeah. night blackouts. Yeah, it should be good since that way. That'll be a fun game. Uh, yeah. 
I think that's an easy one for the Lightning one. Yeah, I do too. Should, I don't know if it's an games. easy one, but that's Buffalo. They're but they're, 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 yeah, their goalie situation might be the, the only problem. But I'm seeing the only. No, that's the only problem in Buffalo is the goalie situation. Yeah, because they've got a really good okay. offense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have yeah. four lines. There you go. Yeah. yeah. No, they have about two and a half. They're they're the a has potential. Yeah. Yeah. These are front lines are good. These are the yeah. games that the Lightning are supposed to win. Big time, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next game, maybe not. Not so much. Tuesday, they go to Nashville. The yeah. Predators. Predators are three and zero. We going to that game? Um, nah, <laughs> it's a little too soon. But I do want to go to Nashville. I'm telling you, man, I was there just this last week, and that, that arena is freaking impressive from the outside. I want to go in. I want to see that arena. I want to go to the game. I'm down for some yeah. lightning road trips. So yes. we'll have to yeah. organize that. But um, remember back uh, that that Drew and draft pick. They have Seth Jones, which was the uh, lineup, which was who we were supposed to actually take. Yeah. And yeah. lined up. Everyone said that that's who we were supposed to line up and take. Yeah. And even at the time, and it was a last-minute decision to take Drew. And I think it's paid off for us. Well, he wouldn't hurt our team. But, no, I mean, that's a win, win. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of attention on Jones right now. He's doing really good for his uh, what's third, third year. Yeah, he's yeah. doing well, too. Well, and for young defensemen. Yeah. Well, but I think if you really look at the defensemen that we were able to get up so after the fact in the exactly. defense, I think that we, I mean, that's oh, a weird move. That, yeah. that, that, I think, you know, being the ownership of the, the Lightning and the way that they've been building this depth of this team, that I think that that's, Almost like seeing, being able to prognosticate the future of being like, oh well, what we really need is Drew in, but you know, we're, and then all of a sudden they go and get D'Angelo, and uh, I was saying yeah. Cook, I was, I know it's not K Cook, but I would say it's K Cook, Cuckoo, Cuckoo. Oh. but you know, and both of those guys we're going to see at some point oh, yeah. this season yeah. in a Lightning sweater. So well, we've already seen D'Angelo a few yeah. times last year, yeah. and he's so. He definitely uh, deserves oh, deserves absolutely. a spot. It's just it's yeah. rough. Well, <laughs> we just went over the line. There's not much room. Yeah. <laughs> so it's tough to break in there. But I think I think Schuster is still a bit of a liability on the defense. I'm moving. Yeah, about he's the played good this year though. He's been okay, but I, I still what do you think, think of the actual uh, defensive lines. That's what I was gonna say. We didn't yeah, really talk about the defense shuffling. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. yeah. I don't um, think Coburn and Schuster together. No, I think that's that a liability. That's your third line, though. Yeah. But having but them still, together is just yeah, too much I would split them up. Yeah, I would probably try and split them up. But the thing is that, you know, Garrison and Carl, I think that's a good you know, oh, yeah. match. Carl and Coburn you know, actually know each other. I, I, well. I, I think that's a good match. Yeah, because they play better. I agree. You know, I think that that first defensive pairing is one of the best in the NHL right now. That oh, Strom yeah. and Hedman. By the end of the season, you might be looking at two candidates. Hedman just, you know, for defensive player of the year. So I, I mean, I wouldn't change the defensive lines though. They're that's the best defensive lines we got right there. Uh, for right now, I think you're right. Uh, I just, I just don't know. I, I think that. I think Coburn has okay, potential. I think Coburn has potential, and he's going to grow into a definitely solid third line guy. I'm still not convinced on Schuster. I'm really not. He's got the size. He definitely has the size. But like I don't a big see him boy. doing much of anything else. He doesn't have exactly. good shot. He, he doesn't I, have I, good I, I see him being a liability of handling the puck. Uh, sometimes he makes some really bad reads going back into their own zone. Yeah, he's also. You know, and some turnovers, key turnovers. Yeah. Also, the youngest defenseman that yeah. we have. Well, and that's and that and that's fair, you know. And I take that into consideration, but I just think that he's he's more there for his size sure. than anything right. else because he, he, he doesn't play he doesn't play that big physical hockey, and that's yeah. that, that's the no. kind of thing. I, I think that's the thing. I think he needs to grow more out. He right. needs to he get will. some muscle well, gain or something. He, he's played pretty good in my opinion this season. Yeah. So, uh, I, I like those lines. We'll see what happens. You never know. I mean, you're going to have knock on wood injuries. And Nesterov played right. the last game. I think Sister was scratched for Nesterov. So um, the lines will, will be shuffled yeah. eventually. So like I, said, I, don't, I don't think the Schuster so had the best game against Boston. So I'm not surprised that he was scratched against Detroit. So, um, yeah, that is so, yeah. so you guys so, think uh, we stand a chance against the undefeated Nashville Predators? I do. Okay. I think we stand against chance against anyone. Yeah. Tell the truth. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd say this, if any, is 
the game we would lose on this uh, next away trip that mm -hmm. we have. Yeah. They've only allowed two goals in those three games. Yeah. Game. To tell you the truth, I think there's only one other team I'm afraid of in uh, the NHL, complete NHL, and that's the uh, Ducks. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone else. I think we can take any matchup-wise against the Lightning yeah. is very it's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only matchup I see any threat over, and we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> we really don't have to worry about it much. Until the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they go to Winnipeg on Friday. Winnipeg's 3-1. and one. They did off to a good start, but uh, we they, still have to start that. Winnipeg does they play very rough, and that's going to be yeah. It's going to yeah. beat them up. Yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of horse play with those Jets. And they also lead the league with goals. Yeah. Goals four. Oh, okay. Right. One more than the Lightning. Mm. 14. Not bad yeah. for, for four games. No. So that'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah, that'll be. be a fun one to watch. Should be next Friday. Yep. Uh, and then this is a game that's going to hurt because they play back to back. I'll play Saturday in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Wait, do we know the I time think, of that game? I think it's a night game. It's, right, it's yeah. a night game. Uh, I think they're going to win that game because they want revenge. Yeah. They will be tired. They yeah. won't look great. Maybe another overtime game. Yeah. I don't know, but I think they'll win that game. Yeah. I think Nashville is the one that we got to worry about okay. on next road trip. Yeah. Well, well, um, let's let's wrap this up with a question. Okay, I got a question for Just you. One question. I don't recall any fights, any actual fights this season for the Bolts. No, there hasn't been any yet. So we technically don't have a goon, but every team has to have right. a goon. Right. Who's your Who's your Tampa Bay Lightning 2015 goon? Well, I don't believe that you have to have a goon this day and age. I think that they've really no, that everyone's a, is actually getting away from. I don't like it. Boston still I got really, five. That's <laughs> 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 probably why they haven't won a game. But I think a lot of these uh, up and coming teams, you're sure. actually seeing them going completely away. They'd rather walk away from the fight and not injure the player and do that. They'd rather call a penalty and do that. But if you had to pick somebody, I'd say Boyle. I'd say Boyle and Coburn can fight too. I would just say Coburn. He can fight. Or, uh, well, and I mean, I, know I, would, he can, say, but I would even say maybe he can cares and he'll, he'll take care of it for sure. But I see Boyle. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe not time. necessarily. I mean, I guess if you're talking about good, you got to talk about fighting. You brought up fighting as fighters. But, you know, as to Ty's point, I don't know there's so much goons that fight anymore. But there's definitely, I think, enough guys out there that are physical on the ice that are going to go put the hit on somebody and get in somebody's face enough to be like, hey, don't, you know, that's just not going to fly. To come in and start cross-checking Stamkos in the back or slashing, you know, yeah. Tyler Johnson, you know, across the hands. You're you're going to take a big hit. And I think Garrison and Coburn both are very good at doing that. And Boyle to a point. Yeah. But Boyle, I mean, again – as big as he is, he's not as physical of a presence as you expect him to be on the ice. I gotta know? say, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in all of you because it's a <laughs> clear answer for this. And I even mentioned it, yeah, and, and I know he's out of sight right now. Cedric Paquette oh, is okay. definitely the good Oh, yeah, player. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's fair enough. See, but, but yeah. also think so, about when what who is the last goon you can think of right now? Like the, the, the last actual goons. who? Uh, Sorello and yeah. he's in Boston now. I don't think he's I a still goon think Marshawn. Really yeah. Half the half the Bruins <laughs> roster. Yeah. Well, I don't see anyone like going to fight to fight flyers. That's the thing. I see them fighting to protect. Just get right now. Well, there's still teams that have them, but there's a lot more teams yeah. that don't. Don't have, have them to do. I mean, it's kind of like like Avery was the last big goon I can really think. Of. I got I got I got to start keeping my cross sports reference to a minimum because I forget Shooter hates it when I do that. Uh -huh. I, I, I know you're gonna bring up the Cowboys. Cowboys. Enough to do with the Cowboys. I was just gonna bring up sports. Oh, don't talk about sports. baseball. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you guys want to talk about anything else? I think we got it pretty much covered. I think that's a wrap uh, for season uh, week and a half. What's the only show, I got some funny stats for around the NHL. You got some? Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. I do. I do. Wait, wait, wait. wait. the fact that the Penguins are winless. Yeah. Still. Uh, I find that funny. <laughs> I'm not shocked, though. They don't <laughs> have any defense. It's funny. But they'll be, they'll start They've also had a tough schedule. Going. I'll give them that. They've been out west. 
So, but to so lose to Arizona. Arizona, <laughs> right now, is beating um, the Ducks 3-0. There you go. Arizona, All right, Arizona. Team. I got one. Who do you think is the leader in power play percentage? Uh, not the Lightning. Uh, I'm going to go with the abs since you said like <laughs> Yeah, that. exactly. The abs I'll read you like a book. <laughs> but at 66%, the next is at 40%. Wow. And that's Boston. Wow. But no, the, that's I said they played us. But that is a they played us. That is an interesting stat. I didn't say. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's such a big gap. Because the next next one down is Minnesota at 40 again. Oh. Yeah, it's early oh. in the season. Oh, it's early, yeah. To be reading the stats. But I like uh, Pittsburgh not winning. Who's oh. the first coach you think that gets axed this year? Not John Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is definitely true. But I'm saying well, who's, who good. hasn't won yet? The Bruins coach, I think, would definitely be a candidate. That guy's a one. Yeah, but it isn't. Um, Blue Jackets, if they don't start winning some games, that's a legitimate. They are sitting. Who's, who is that there? They're they sitting three, uh, three losses right now. I don't think they're looking very good. Who else has a one? Oh, there's uh, a lot of teams that haven't won. Toronto, obviously. Who's actually, not, who is actually doing better than Boston. <laughs> then we've got uh, Carolina. The, the metropolitan position is just Carolina. night and day. Uh, you got Carolina, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and Columbus all I without a win. New Jersey's going to have a rough season, but they have a new coach. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jersey and Carolina. And then, and then surprisingly <laughs> enough, Anaheim. Edmonton and uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. Edmonton's on that list. L.A., did they still have, uh, what's his name? They have a bunch of what's-his-names. No, the Sutter. coach. Sutter. Yeah, Sutter. Oh, Sutter. oh yeah. yeah. I think it's between Claude Julian, Richards, I think they're going to have a rough season. And I, gonna gonna cut guys gonna be, uh, I think it's going to be Todd Richards. Yeah. I think if I think if they lose like, the next three games, he's done. I think they cut them and go their separate ways because they have such a young team that they can keep continue to build. Yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, oh, who's that? The Pittsburgh coach. He's brand new. That's he's why he's brand new. still good, but to tank like that, yeah. like they're doing, if they, if they continue to tank halfway yeah. this season, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they'll get rid of him. Yeah. Right Claude Julian is my other candidate yeah. at first. Yeah. He's like it's boss. I mean, they they look like they're getting their first one tonight, but they're still not looking. No, good. they're not looking like a contender. And to barely miss a shot. Well, and the fact is that they had they were right there. I mean, almost locked to make the playoffs. Then they had a terrible run right at the end of the season, yeah. and then it came to the very last game of the season, playing your end, winning your end. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh won, and they wouldn't win anyways. But still, to come down to that scenario of that very last day and then not making the playoffs and then starting out this season the way they have. I don't yeah, I'm, I agree. There's yeah. there's not a lot of rope left there, I think, in Boston for mm-hmm. that head coach for that bench spot. So well new GM. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So all right, well, well let's let's wrap it up. Some shoots. Um that's it for we the Thunder. <laughs> so don't forget to be the Thunder. Peace out. Deuces. See you man.